This week on the podcast, for the first time ever, Donkey Kong has entered the endless list of video games here on It's So Bad. Sam, how are you? Hey, Mike. I'm great. I'm very excited to talk about this game. Learned a lot about yes. it. It's Donkey Kong Country this week, not the original Donkey Kong. Or Donkey Kong 94, which was the Game Boy game. But yes, Donkey Kong Country, the Super Nintendo release. Um, we're adding it this week to our endless list of video games. Number one through 175. Number one is still, even after the last entry, number one is still Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario 64 and 175 is Dark Castle. Yes, this week we are adding Donkey Kong Country. Sam, what do you know about Donkey Kong Country? What do I... What what did I know about Donkey Kong Country? What I did know... What do um, you do know? Was that it is a platformer for the uh, Super Nintendo. Uh, I think released in, what, 94? Did we say that? Yeah, how old were you in 94? Four? Three? Uh, Five. Five. Five, okay. Do you remember this coming out? Uh, I don't remember it coming out, but I do remember playing it at, like, my older cousin's house. They had a copy of it. Um, The first one I remember coming out is Donkey Kong Country 2. Oh, okay. Um, I definitely remember this game coming out, and I was fucking hyped for it. So much so that, in fact, I don't know, I wasn't a Nintendo Power subscriber, but we got in the mail the VHS hype tape for Donkey Kong Country. What? Yes. Did you not know these things existed? They just mailed out, of them. They mailed out a hype tape? Was this like the precursor to the demo disc? Yeah, kind of, I guess. It was a VHS tape. So I had one for Donkey Kong Country. I had one for Star Fox 64. There was a couple other ones I forget, but the Donkey Kong Country one I definitely remember. And I don't rem- I don't know how we got it, how we got mailed how it got mailed to us, but uh yeah, it was basically like it like went over like the making of the game and it like what was in the game and it like was telling you to get the game. <laughs> wow. So it was like um a mini documentary almost. Yeah, it was like 15 to, to 15 minutes to a half an hour long. Okay. So, um, yeah. So I also had like, this is wild, but back in the day, in like 89, I went to the north end of Boston for St. Anthony's Feast. It must have been like 89, 90. And there was a, like a flatbed truck with three stalls on it. And the three stalls had um, a TurboGrafx-16 running. So I got to play TurboGrafx-16 wow. when no one else did. And they gave me a VHS tape is the point of that story. <laughs> so I had I had a TurboGrafx 16 VHS tape as well. Okay, so that was yeah I didn't know that was like a thing that happened back then. Yeah, it's weird. Weird wow. times. Weird. Yeah. So um, let's see. This game was also developed by Rare, right? Yes, it was developed by Rare. Um, In 1994, it came out. Um, Rare. Uh, they were Nintendo's first Western third-party developer. Did you know that? Uh, I did not know it, but I I did realize upon reading about this game this time that it was kind of weird that Nintendo didn't make it. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Um, it's it's really something I didn't realize until recently. You know, I'd always like heard of first party games and third party games, but of course there's a second there there are second party games, and so second party games are like games that are funded by the by the uh, console maker. So like Nintendo would fund something. So this would be considered, I would assume, like a second party game because at the time Rare was forty nine percent owned by Nintendo. Yeah, I think. Uh, it's basically a second party game. I mean, it's a Nintendo IP. Um, like it's, it's kind of up there with, um, Mario, the Zelda series and Metroid as, you know, the top four kind of franchises. So I think it's definitely a a second party. um, And the the funny thing is like, from my perspective, this game came out in 1994. I had been playing games since like 87, 88. Um, I was born in 1983 and the, this particular game was the first Donkey Kong game since Donkey Kong country three in Mm -hmm. 19 in 1983. So like growing up, I really didn't have, um, any exposure to Donkey Kong except for like the classic arcade and he was just a dormant franchise. So this like completely reinvented Donkey Kong as well. Yeah. I didn't realize that uh, until recently and they like redesigned Donkey Kong from his old look. Um, I mean, I think this is really where kind of the modern Donkey Kong uh, video games start. Oh, for sure. 100%. There's nothing in between this and the classic games. There's a, they also, I didn't, I didn't make this connection previously, but Rare also made Battletoads, and the artist who made the Battletoads was also the guy who reinvented uh, Donkey Kong. Oh, which, cool, cool. Yeah, I was surprised to see they sense. made uh, Battletoads. They have a lot of games um, that they made before this, which is also kind of weird to me for some reason. I just think <laughs> they of made them as, o- yeah <laughs> over fifty games for the Nintendo Entertainment System, either original games or ports. They made wild. Yep. <laughs> RC Pro Am, Wizards and Warriors, uh, Wheel of Fortune, Anticipation, Sesame Street 1, 2, 3, WWF, WrestleMania, John Elway's Quarterback Club, Marvel Madness, World Games, Taboo of the Sixth Sense, tons and tons of a lot of them schlocky Nintendo Entertainment System games was what Rare made. Mm-hmm. But here they are making Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, I guess when they switched over to the Super Nintendo. Um, they made the like conscious decision to invest in quality as opposed to just pumping out games. Um, so the, this was like one of the first games that they made for Super Nintendo. Yeah, um, um, I, I'm just looking at their game list and I see they also did Killer Instinct, which completely yep. makes sense just based on the art, art style of that game in this game. Yeah, I think this game comes out of like a boxing prototype called Brute Force that um, was inspired by Mortal Kombat. And that's how they got to like the digitized footage of the of the pre-rendered graphics. So like essentially what they did with this is they they made a 3D model um, and how they get, came up with the graphics. They made a 3D model and they like took pictures of it and that and they translated that into like motion for the the sprites. Or not the sprites, but the characters on the screen. I don't think they're sprites. No, Does that I, make sense? I, yeah, it's like basically pre-recorded footage that they're playing over the game somehow. Yeah, it's right? it, well, it's yeah, sort of. So it's um, and it's only like a couple frames. It's not like a ton of frames that they've they they animated. Um, so it's kind of like it, they're doing stuff to get around technological limitations, like Doom did around the same time period, where Doom was you're moving on a 3D plane, but everything in front of you is actually 2D. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do uh, so it's just like a similar they're, they're doing tricks in order to because they're the hardware of the time just couldn't handle 3d they were pre-rendered graphics 
that's what, what's cool about it. Yeah, it's the first uh, game to use pre-rendered 3D graphics, or like home video game, console game. Right. Um, that, well, it's not the first one, actually. I believe Uniracers did it around the same time. I don't know if they were yeah. earlier. <laughs> it's funny, they do also mention Uniracers, uh, which is a game we should add to this list at some point, just noting that now. I- I was looking at that, and um, Uniracers also was made by DMA Design. Do you know who DMA Design is? No, what they do. <laughs> they would go on to make uh, a couple games, including uh, uh, in in one series called uh, The Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> what? Yeah. They're... Uh, are they Rockstar? Yeah, they became Rockstar. Wow. <laughs> Crazy, right? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, the people from Uniracers went on to make the Grand Theft Auto series, oddly and enough. There's uh, a lot of wheels on cars, and unicycles yeah. have one. I don't know. Yeah, but this game, so what else can we say about this game? Um, uh, do you know what it's called in Japan, by the way? I thought it was very funny when I originally no. found this out. <laughs> it's called Super Donkey Kong. <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense, though. Yeah, I know. Why didn't they the, call it that here? Because <laughs> they, they, like, I guess because we're rare... Rare's offices is kind of in the countryside, so they were like, "Oh, we're going to call it Donkey Kong Country because oh. it was made in the country." Okay, yeah. So, um, it's a pretty, I guess, pretty standard platformer. Um, let's see, you play as Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, which is cool. I think it's, I think it's a pretty, uh, like, it's a very, very good platformer. It's not just like a platform. Oh yeah, yeah. Platformer. I agree. I agree a hundred percent that it's very good, but like it's. The, the level design is kind of like it's not really groundbreaking it doesn't have any no, like no. mechanics uh, i mean it does have good mechanics but it doesn't have anything that you're like holy shit this is awesome yeah there's some like interesting things that they do like the barrel cannons and the mine carts mm-hmm. i think in particular are things i i like that stand out that are pretty unique in that game um but yeah i mean it's just like an iteration it's not a revolution yeah, yeah. It's funny you said the minecarts because I think those are the most unique thing about um, like the series from a platforming perspective. Yeah, I love the minecart section. Oh, super um, fun. Yeah, I remember back in the day being super getting fr- super frustrated with them, but they are very fun. I love them that, so much. That <laughs> noise that it makes though, like when you jump, is very confusing to me. When it's like yes, why does it say yes <laughs> like a robot voice when you jump? I never noticed that before, but I'll look for it the next time. Yeah, it's so weird. They have in in the modern ones. They have uh, other auto scrollers, and those are also fun. Mm-hmm. Have you played the the Donkey Kong Country games, or the Donkey Kong Country Returns games? Uh, I played a little bit of Tropical Freeze, and I couldn't really get into it. Um, I thought it was okay. Um, I played Donkey Kong Country two and three is like one of the only games I've a hundred percented. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I played this game back in the day. I had it. Um, but I never. then when 2 came out, I was... So 2 when it came out in 95, right? Or 96? Yeah, it came out pretty quickly after. Yeah, so if when 2 came out, I was how old? 13 years old. So I was like, a girl in this? No way. Not for me. Oh, Dixie's the best <laughs> one, too, in like all of them. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to go back and play yeah. it because I realized the error of my ways. Uh, um, yeah, play two. But um, yeah, one is cool. It introduces uh, the animals. That's like a good part of the series, I think. Um, kind of Rambi? like... Rambi? Yeah, Rambi. On, on guard. On guard, the swordfish. 
Expresso. I like Expresso. And, and Winky. And, uh, wait, which, oh, Winky's the frog. And you get the, uh, Squawks, the parrot, in one level, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, he carries, like, a lantern for you, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's funny. So those are basically, I, I, like, this game's versions of Yoshi, I guess. Yeah, I, I also, though, you bring up a good point. There's a lot of, I think that one of the stronger suits of this game, but also can be a weakness at the same time, it relies on gimmicks and, a, a, like, a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. Yep, 100%. Like, a, a lot of levels will have a gimmick that never comes back in the entire game. And some of them are good, really good. Some of them are bad, so... Um, like the light one and then there's the one where you have to like hit the switch and the guys start running around if you are too late yep um there's one with like the platforms that move that one sucks a lot of things a lot of the levels that rely on like camera movement sometimes the camera scroll is bad in this game mm-hmm. um yes bad, but yeah the one with the falling platforms is pretty difficult uh, and it's really just because you like can't see um there's that one with like the gas canisters you have to keep getting to keep the like platform moving. I thought that one was also very annoying. Yeah, that one was kind of annoying. Yeah, so there's like I think this game relies on a lot of uh, a lot of gimmicks. I think the under underwater levels are kind of I would say pretty mediocre. Although the soundtrack, the under the underwater music is probably one of the best video game oh. songs. <laughs> In, of, in, in the history of video games yep yeah everyone should go listen to that song uh, immediately following this podcast it'll make you feel really good nice and cozy warm there's comfortable. there's like a um a harp youtuber that i watch and she she plays it on the harp it's very fucking cool with like a bunch of effects it's a it's a great song um what else is there in this game? Uh, there are bosses. Have we talked about the bosses? No. The the bosses are cool the first time you fight them. <laughs> oh, so obviously that implies you fight them again, and then it's just kind of dumb. Sorry. Uh, there, There's some, like, I, I don't think any of them are really great. I would say Neki isn't that bad, and Master Neki. Like, I think he's a pretty cool design, but the rest of them are, seem kind of, like, and also King K. Rool. Oh, I was going to say... Rest, or go ahead. But the rest of them feel kind of lazy. <laughs> it's I, like they're just jumping or bobbing up and down, or dr- yeah. dropping out random enemies at you. I, I like the one that drops out the random enemies, but it dumb is dumb drum. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty dumb and lazy. You're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then you get to King K. Rule, who is the um, the main bad guy, stealing your bananas. He has like three different phases, right? And there's like a fake out ending. Mm-hmm. Yep. Spoilers. Yep. That part's really cool. <laughs> <clears throat> that fight's pretty fun, though. Um, it's yeah, a good boss fight, I think. I think overall, this game is pretty much nails the difficulty curve. Like, it's difficult. It's not like it's an easy game to beat. Like, it's shorter. It's only 40 levels, but it's got a satisfying difficulty. I think it's very good in that regard yeah and each individual level design is pretty good in that it introduces what the gimmick is um you understand what it is and then it gets gradually harder or like it puts enemies around the gimmick um and that's fun like the levels are a bit challenging but they're also designed in a way where you can really just run through them if you know the structure of them which is also fun 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I did think that some of the, or a lot of the enemies are kind of lazy. <laughs> There's just like 18 different versions of the lizard dude. Um, who run, One runs back and forth, one takes two hits, one you can't hit unless you have a barrel. It's like the same thing over and over again <laughs> for the enemies. Yeah, I mean, that's... I don't know, I'm thinking about the main lizard guys. Like, they're kind of like, I guess, the equivalent of Koopas that have um, different colored shells in, like, Super Mario True. World. True. They're similar, but, like, one will jump, um, so on. I do like I do like Claptrap and Mankey Kong. <laughs> but yeah, why? what's up with Mankey Kong? I want to know the lore behind him, because he's a Kong, but why is he throwing barrels at us? Uh, well, he says, these Kong rejects, reject orangutans, do know how to roll out the barrel. That's what it says in the instruction manual. I'm looking at it right now. These Kong rejects? Yeah, they're Kong rejects. Is it like in like 300 where they like put the, you know, weak babies, just throw them out and they grow up to <laughs> become Mankey Kong? Who, <laughs> who came up with the name Mankey Kong? That, <laughs> as I said it out loud, I was questioning if that was really the name. <laughs> yep, it's Mankey Kong. And then Mickey there's Kong. Critter, Crusher, Clump, and Rock Croc are the the lizards. Oh yeah. So my favorite my favorite though is Claptrap, of course. Yeah, Claptrap is great. That's great the little name. uh like gator guy, right? That that's my rap name, Claptrap. Clap <laughs> um there's some cool NPCs, I guess, like Cranky Kong. <laughs> I don't really understand the point of Cranky Kong. I didn't visit him once this run through because I knew that like he doesn't do anything, right? Uh, he gives you tips. It tells you how to beat bosses and stuff. Yeah, I mean, maybe that would have been helpful when I was five. <laughs> and then there's Funky Kong, who's introduced here, and Candy Kong. Um, Candy Kong is Donkey Kong's main squeeze. Uh, and Funky is his funky funky person who lives in his town. I don't. He's not related to him. I, I, thought, I thought they were cousins. Oh, they might be cousins. But it could be in the, like, what up, cuz sense you know <laughs> that seems like a funky kong thing yeah you do um but diddy kong originally was supposed to be uh donkey kong jr but they the way they designed him they were nintendo was like nah he's got to be his own character so they introduced diddy kong instead that's so weird that they did that but kept donkey kong with his name they're like we got to cash in on people knowing this name but Donkey Kong Jr. has to stay exactly the same and whatever we use him, so we need someone else. Makes no sense. Well, canonically now, and that doesn't make any sense either, because canonically now, Cranky Kong is Donkey Kong, and Donkey Kong in Donkey Kong Country is Donkey Kong Jr. That's the, the, oh, the really? canon. The Donkey Kong Country canon, yeah. Oh, that does make sense. Sort That's of. why at the beginning he's on the girders and he's playing the old thing, and then the new Donkey Kong bumps him off. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mind blown. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad I could give you the <laughs> Phoenix Down moment yeah. today. <laughs> A tuft of Phoenix Down. <laughs> um. Yes. What else? Let's oh. Um, oh. It it is cool. Like while we're talking about the Kongs, um, I do think it is cool that like Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong play differently from each other. Yeah, for um, sure. And they get like different jump heights. Yep. That's nice. Yeah, and like um, Donkey Kong can slam on the ground, and there are some enemies that only he can kill. Like some of the bigger enemies. Um, yeah, I hated that. There were some levels with like the platforms where if you didn't have Donkey Kong, it was like, how the fuck are you gonna beat this? Because you know, they just you jump on them, and they yeah, they just bounce, bounce you over. away. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's okay in this one. Um, the later games have like 
a bit more variety between the characters and it's like actually more impactful who you choose but um it's it's a cool concept in this one yeah i do like i i think that the level structure overall i think it's the, the levels are designed really well and like you said the whole aspect of them having to they design it so that you can like run straight through it mm-hmm. and they did that even before speed running was a thing which is great um so it feels really good to go through a level like one time um i also think too there's like we didn't even mention this but one of the things i really enjoyed as a kid i remember is there are so many secrets in this oh, yep. you just throw a barrel and there's like a hidden bonus room and it's like feels like it's like packed with all these secrets every level so that was always fun yeah it's fun there's kind of no like incentive to do them though. Oh well, I mean, you played with save states probably. I did not, and so one of my struggles in this game is you only get five lives, and then you, if you're not saved, you have to start over from where you saved the previous time. Yeah, so. they, they are pretty far apart, and they're, they're, the save points are also in kind of like random areas. It seems. Yeah, they're, completely random. They're, they're so not, weird. They're not consistently like, oh, two levels into this world or five levels in. It's just candy's here for some reason. <laughs> yes, it's very strange. I don't, I don't like the save structure. I also don't like how you have to hop into Funky in order to go between worlds. So if you don't have Funky unlocked, you can't go in between worlds. It sucks. Yeah, but oh, if you want to go back and like get extra lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Um, I did play with save states. I didn't use them a ton, but that that does make sense because some levels I definitely would have run out of lives. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't like that um, painful. There were some towards the end where there were like a couple hard levels in a row, and I just kept dying and dying and dying. Yeah, um, there's just a few frustrating spots, and you're and and it's just the way the game is, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, but this this video game. This is the Donkey Kong Country. Um, did you ever play Donkey Kong Country ninety or Donkey Kong ninety four for the Game Boy? No. So that game, which came out the same year as this, um, was like a platformer, and the way they aesthetically did it or set it up was that you played it and like the, you play through the first four levels, and they're just like classic original Donkey Kong I, levels. I did play this game. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, but yeah. Keep, and then, sorry, keep going. <laughs> I love the game. It's like a puzzle platformer. I fucking... That was one of my favorite games growing up. Really wanted to add to the list at some point. What? Um. Wait, so it's just the first four levels of the original... No, so it's the first four levels game. of the original, and then it becomes like a full platformer game with like eight worlds. I um, don't think I ever got... I never knew there was a platformer after it really yeah, it's like it's like a huge game donkey kong 94 for the game boy yes wow i i was never good enough at that game to get past the first four levels i guess yeah it turns into like you start getting moves like you can uh jump put do a handstand and then go into a triple jump like there's like a bunch of different platforming moves they add it's a crazy game it's really good it's really fun all right yeah, very I'm, challenging. I'm game for that. Wow. Um, love that game. My favorite Game Boy game. Even over Link's Awakening. Um, but yeah, that came out the same year. And then also they ported Donkey Kong Country for the to the Game Boy. The, the Donkey Kong Country. Um, and I guess that's like a... People really like that port. It, it looks <laughs> somehow, okay, actually. S- somehow they ported that game over. And it looks okay. And it plays great. <laughs> so, real weird. 
Game Bo- Oh, it's on Game Boy. Is this Donkey Kong Land? Uh, yes. I think that's what they call it. Yeah. It it looks good if you just like pull it- up a screenshot. It looks exactly like Donkey Kong minus um color. The backgrounds and <laughs> color, but holy shit. Um yes, so this game where does it go on our endless list of video games? It currently goes from Super Mario 64 all the way down to Dark Castle at number 175. This is our number uh, 176th entry. Um, I think it's safe to assume that we can start this conversation by saying it's better than number 175, Dark Castle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to look kind of at the middle of the list, I guess. I don't know. I I was looking at this and w- just to let you know where I am on this. I like feel like it's hard for me to put it below Banjo Kazooie because this game is way better than Banjo Kazooie. Where's Banjo Kazooie? At number thirty five. Oh, that's really high. Uh is it better I mean, I, than Tony I'm Hawk's pro-, pro Skater? FTL is at 46. Hmm. This is a weird one to rank because I feel like it's, um, it's very, it's, you know, there's like the term for the NFL, like the hall of very good. I feel like this is a hall of very good game. I also think that Donkey Kong Country 2 is a better game from what everything that I've heard. So I'll keep that. Yeah, but you know, we could super Metroid rule it later. Yeah, um, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think that in this range is very much the hall of the very good. Wouldn't you say? Where do you think the hall of fame would end? Uh, I don't know. Twenty-five, maybe Age of Empires two. Seems like a nice point. See, the thing about it is, you're not, I feel like you're not on a lot of the, uh, like, really old game no, conversations. No, So it's, like, hard to, like, put it into that old I mean, age I, I, was on, I was on A Link to the Past, but I don't think this is anywhere near as good as A Link to the Past. I mean, that's the second greatest game of all time, yeah. so. It's better than Tetris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let, let me try to find another old game that I've played. What about NBA Jam? Do you think this game is better than NBA Jam? I do think this game is better than NBA Jam. Do you, I, I don't think it's better than Mega Man 2. This Have just, you played that Mega seems, Man 2? No. I, I, no. That just seems so high, though. If you think you want to put it lower, we can put I wanna it lower. Pu- I want to put it here. lower. Um, okay. I think this is like. If you want to put it at thirty-five, I would put it at thirty-five. I just don't want it to go below Banjo Kazooie, to be honest with you. Oh man! Uh, I saw the cursor move down to fifty-two. No, these are. There's like a drop-off in this range. Uh, Dishonored. Is... Dishonored's better. I don't know. I I think it's like a forty. I think I think it's number forty. Oh my god! You're gonna make me put it below banjo, aren't you? 
Uh, I yeah, I mean, just based on the other games around here, like I don't think it's better than Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I think it's better than Metroid, for sure. I mean, I think you want I you think, want to put it at thirty seven. No, I want to put it at thirty five, but I'll put it at thirty seven. God damn it! <laughs> really done. didn't like Banjo Kazooie. Sorry, Tommy. Um, that's where we're gonna put it. Well, we, I think we're are we in agreement? Can we put it at thirty seven? Yeah, let's I made put it, it at thirty seven. Okay, we did it. We have a new number 37 on the endless list of video games. It is the video game by the name of The Donkey Kong Country. Our first ever Donkey Kong video game on the endless list. Uh, as we fill another gap, fill in those gaps uh, with uh, the franchises we don't have. We're going to be filling another one in a couple weeks. Oh, which is that? Another Nintendo property. I think it's uh, Kirby in a couple weeks. The first Kirby game. Oh, I want to play that one, actually. Um, I think it's, only, it's super short. It's like okay, 20 minutes long. Oh. I think I beat it what? in a half an hour. It's wild wow. how short it is. I, yeah, I think the only one I played was maybe like whatever the third Kirby Game Boy game was. Um, so I think the second one who it's on Nintendo is like a, like a phenomenal game, but like the first one is definitely like, I don't think, even think you can get powers. You can get suck in powers. Then put that into that, the NES well, game. Okay. So weird game. Well, maybe, uh, that's uh, have that's fun with up. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but next week we are at Tommy and I are adding the video game. Don't starve to the endless list of games. So stay tuned for that. But Sam, uh, thank you so much for coming on this week. Um, and I'm not going to call you Steve. And have a great, uh, great night. Been a pleasure, Mark. <laughs>